Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there with a very special guest on the WIBC hotline. Representative Jim Banks from the great state of Indiana serves in the House of Representatives. Congressman, wild weekend in D.C. Let's get right to it. Tell us how you voted in regards to funding the government and why. Well, it was a 45-day continuing resolution. I- I've said all along I will not vote for any spending bill that provides more of a focus on what's going on in Ukraine than it does on the United States of America, and that's why I voted against it. It's for- a 45-day spending bill that keeps spending at the Biden, Pelosi, Schumer levels that was passed in the last Congress that has grown our deficit to $2 trillion. We're at a $32 trillion national debt, and at- in this trajectory – we're headed toward a $40 trillion national debt because of, of Joe Biden uh, spending levels. Even for 45 days, I'm not going to vote for a, a short-term spending bill that continues us down that path. So I joined about 100 other Republicans and voted against it. And, of course, the narrative that's being pushed out by a lot of the Democrats, even some of the Republicans, Jim Banks and all these other Republicans, you don't want to pay our military. You want to close the government. When you hear that kind of stuff, what's your response? Well, first of all, at this point, we are now spending more in paying that, paying off the interest of our national debt than we spend on the entire budget for the Pentagon, for our <laughs> national defense. So think about that for a minute. I mean, think about wow. if we, uh, uh, nearly a trillion dollars in interest. Um, that we could be spending on roads and infrastructure in our country, on developing the the uh, military weapons and technologies that we need to defeat uh, China uh, in the near future, and and uh, you know providing a better education for our kids. Yet we're spending it to pay out to pay off the interest on our debt. We're borrowing money from China uh, and putting ourselves further in debt, and and, and leaving ourselves wide open to be to be wiped out uh, by China even further as they steal our jobs and and uh, take our secrets and give us covid and and uh, weaken America even further that this is one this is one way to weaken America is to continue to grow that national debt I'm a fiscal conservative I'm one of the most fiscally conservative members of the Congress and any of the scorecards that conservative groups put on frankly guys I I didn't vote for Hardly any of the spending bills when Donald Trump was in in the White House either. But uh, what we've seen happen in the two and a half years that Joe Biden has been in the White House, no government in the history of the world has spent as much money as as it has on this guy's watch. And it's sent our national debt and the deficits through the roof in the way that we have never seen before. I'm not going to go along with that, even if it's for a short period of time. I I want to ask you about uh, Donald Trump and his courtroom appearance today in new york i know you got your um, endorsement for donald trump uh, for your senate run but what does it say about the state of our media and our society when we have real problems going on i mean th- those numbers you just rattled off are incredible and all anybody is talking about is the dummy 
Democrat from New York that ripped down two signs and and pulled a fire alarm. Uh, I mean, like, were you in the like the chamber, or where were you when all that happened? Did yeah, you have to evacuate? Well, I mean, all my colleagues. I'm not. I'm not in that office building. I'm in two office buildings away. Okay. And I, but I, I've tangled with this this guy. This Jamal Bowman is on the education committee with me. Not the not the uh, sharpest knife in the drawer. I think the whole <laughs> world has has uh, you know been let in on that secret. But uh, he obviously, it's obvious that he was trying to delay the vote or or you know he he didn't want to go across the street to vote on this continuing resolution that passed um he was trying to buy more time and that obviously that's why he pulled the fire alarm to to delay the um what, what was going on during the day but but to your point i mean you got, you got president trump in the courtroom these democrats will do anything and everything i mean there was another i think there was another ruling today about uh, uh where they're trying to keep donald trump's name off the ballot 2024 They've got him in the courtroom. I don't know how many how many dozens of indictments are against this guy. They're, they they will do anything and everything to try to block Donald Trump from getting his name on the ballot. Why? Because every single poll that you've seen in the last yeah. uh, thirty days show that Donald Trump is beating Joe Biden. Because Americans want to go back to the Trump policies that had America on top instead of the Bi- Bidenomics and Biden policies that are flushing this great country down the toilet. So that that's what's going on here. The only thing I've seen I. I haven't kept up a whole lot with uh, with what's going on in the courtroom today. The only thing I did see was that uh, my friend and my favorite president of my lifetime, Donald Trump, ordered McDonald's and had it delivered uh, to the courthouse. Uh, that that was my favorite part of what I saw come out of come out of today. But Donald Trump is a fighter. He fights for America. He's going to fight back. Uh, he has my full support to be president, and I believe he's going to be a great president again. Congressman, go back to this Bowman character, Representative Bowman. Either one of his excuses are embarrassing, whether he didn't know what it was or he did it intentionally. Either one is not good. But I will say this, and Nigel and I have talked about this, the Democrats seem to be locked in. They are a cohesive unit. They will carry his water. They will be a united front. Meanwhile, on the Republican side, we've got a little drama between the House Speaker, Kevin McCarthy. I know some of the guys in the Freedom Caucus, Matt Gates is kind of the face of this thing. They want Kevin McCarthy replaced. Is there division inside the House Republicans? And where are you at in terms of your support for Kevin McCarthy? Yeah, my, my grandpa always said they're the evil party and we're the stupid party. And right now we look like the stupid party. Mm-hmm. And Pelosi, she, when, when Pelosi tells Democrats, I'll go stand in the corner, or I'll go push the yes button or I'll go push the no button like uh, lemmings, they all get in line and go do what she tells them to do. And that, I think that you're seeing that play out in this case. Um, I'm not happy with how things are going either. I voted against this continuing resolution because it continues to fund uh, the woke policies and the, the big government spending um, of the Biden era. But I'm also realistic about what Kevin Mc- Speaker McCarthy has on his hands. We have a five-seat Republican majority. We had one guy who quit. We got a bunch of old people who, uh, for, from day to day, you never know who's, who some of these old-timers yeah. that have been around Congress way too long that, that might, might or might not show up because they physically can't get there. It's like a nursing home some days. Um, so you got you got that dynamic. Then you got the, the Democrats control the Senate and the Democrats control the White House. So we have to be realistic here. I mean, what what, what Speaker McCarthy did get done last week is he stopped the blank checks from going to Ukraine. And that, this is really important to me. I mean, I can't go back home to northeast Indiana or as I'm campaigning around the state of Indiana, explain to Hoosiers why we're, we spent over $150 billion now in Ukraine. And we can't secure our own border. I mean, we have fentanyl flooding into this country, killing 
thousands of working age Americans every month. The, the, the leading cause of death of Americans, my age, of working age, of military eligible age, because we have a wide open border. We've, we had more b- illegal border crossings over the last month of the record high illegal border crossings. More illegals have crossed over into this country in the last month than the entire population of the city of Fort Wayne, the second largest city in Indiana. So how do we continue to explain that when the establishment of both parties are funding and have more of a focus on Ukraine than they do the United States of America. And Speaker McCarthy put a put a stop to that in the uh, the spending bill that passed uh, over the weekend. So that that's one you know one one good part of it. But I'm frustrated because there are lots of other things that we promised the American people we would do with our majority. And I think that that's where the frustration is. But I, I don't support the motion to vacate replacing the speaker at this point. That that doesn't make any sense to me. And frankly, I'm I'm worried about the alternative. Some of these yahoos want to uh, prop up another guy uh, to replace McCarthy with that voted for amnesty and a bunch of transgender bills. He's hostile to Donald Trump, who's going to be our Republican nominee. So how are we better off with replacing McCarthy with a guy like that when McCarthy's been strong on stopping uh, the blank checks to Ukraine? He's been strong on making sure no vote comes to a, a, a vote, no bill comes to a vote on the floor of the Congress that gives amnesty to illegals. Um, and it has a focus on the these appropriation bills. And that, I'll, I'll, I'll quit uh, rambling with this, guys. But for the first time in 30 years, we're going through each of the 12 appropriation bills on the floor with an open process where members can offer amendments. And Speaker McCarthy has made, made this happen over the last few weeks. We have many, many midnight, uh, late nights uh, going through dozens, hundreds of amendments to all these appropriation bills so that we can cut across the board, I mean, I think a, a 30% cut in these appropriation bills of spending, uh, and, the, and, and, and that, that's what it's going to take to get our country back on track is, is that process. And that's, that, that's what I'm focused on. Let's, let's, let's get serious about the job at hand and focus on that rather than the personality conflict. Congressman uh, Jim Banks here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. One more thing before we let you go, Congressman, the uh, op-ed you had in the Indy Star. I, I feel like... I feel like energy is a big deal coming into this 2024 uh, presidential election. And you had a long piece about Joe Biden and his detrimental policies towards uh, the auto industry and uh, fossil fuels and, and gas powered cars. And I, I was wondering if you could just, you know, you don't have to spend five minutes on it or anything, but it just maybe kind of run us through exactly what that op ed had to do with. Yeah, look, I'm the son of a factory worker, a, a union man. Uh, my dad retired from a, a factory that made he made axles uh, all of his life in that factory, and um, I, I'm just telling you that the the traditional Democrat union voters are 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 solidly behind Donald Trump, behind Republicans, because we we represent working class Hoosiers and Americans better than the Democrats do. And and to your case in point, what the Democrats have done to make America uh, energy uh, dependent on foreign countries rather than being independent, um, driving up energy costs is one good reason why working class families are saying we can't afford for Democrats to be in control any longer. Another another big, big reason why is interest rates. I mean, I hear this everywhere I go, 8% interest rates for a home loan. First time home buyers can't buy a... It's crazy. Can't, you can't get married to your wife and go buy yeah. your first uh, home because you can't afford it or you're stuck in a home that you can't get rid of because of, because you, you, you'd have to sell it and go buy something else and lose a lot of money. That's because of Democrat policies that are 
that are opposite of, of working class policies that hurt working class Americans. And this is where Republicans are going to win big in 2024, win back the White House, win the Senate, grow the House majority. And then we can save this country with a focus on those the, the new what I call the new Republican Party, a party that represents working class voters in this country. And uh, that, that's what I'm at the forefront of helping to make happen as I run for the United States Senate. Indiana Rep. Jim Banks, Congressman, as always, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. Have a good day.